Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast today. You know, Kenny, I guess what I wanted to start off with is just the, you know, we got plenty of weird going on, but it's really weird not having Frontier Days. Oh, you're right. The only way I know it's Frontier Days week is because we're getting hail about every night. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's a good point. Oh, That's my gosh. Is it crazy how the weather just, it, it, you know, it's, it's, I think the, the Frontier Days, um, people whoever put the program together right. you know that those storms move through it's like right after the rodeo yes right before the night show yeah it comes through and then they have these beautiful beautiful evenings right it cools everything off it's just perfect it's like yeah. i don't know how they plan it but now it's happening but we have no frontier days no, no. frontier nights it's a no, it's. A, I don't know. Do you miss it? I mean, I, I, no, I really do. I do too. I I, I miss everything. I miss Slack. I miss. Yep. I mean, all of it is yep. a lot of fun. Now they're doing something different, or they did something different this year, right? What, what was that? Okay, so at at Frontier Park. Yeah. Okay, so they have this. The last, I'm going to say, like ten years, Big they, Daddy or something. Yeah, they they call it the Big Daddy. It's a it's the World Series of team roping. And it's been out at the college, and it's grown every year. I think last year, I think it's one of the top five. I think I'm right about this. It's the top five money uh, producing or whatever. The more rewards money goes out wow. at this roping. It's like in the top five in the country. Mm-hmm. Okay? And um, last year, I think I'm right about this. It said seventy seven hundred fifty thousand dollars of prize money went out wow. so there's a lot of people pe- that attracts right. the big boys in right yeah and even some of us little guys get to to play in this game yeah you got in this year right? i got it yep and so um the so they used to have the college well since they're not having the frontier uh frontier days somehow they worked it out to where they could rope we could rope in the, the arena uh-huh. where where the big boys play so now they cool. redid the arena differently it wasn't quite the same because it actually had two arenas oh so if you if you caught in the first arena you could go to the next one it's all in the big it's just so big you know the frontier right. park is so right. big they were able to make two smaller pins so but anyway so they can go through a lot of teams and everything like that so it was just team roping no mm-hmm. other events just team roping and i think it went on for 6 days this year Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got to rope. Like morning to evening kind of thing? Pretty much. I think it started like 8.30 in the morning, and they wow. were done. They were still going like 4, 4.30. So the the day that I roped um, uh-huh. was Sunday. That's where the and the, the number that I'm, it's the lowest number, and that's the number that I rope in is the number, they call it number 8, 8.5 is what they call it for the youth wow. that know what's, what those terminologies are. But anyway, so I roped in this bonus thing, so... It really wasn't with the big boys. It was like the the bonus guys. It's a, you know, it's just the the lowest rung you can rope on and still play in this game. Okay. So I was in that, but it it started like at three o'clock Sunday afternoon, and we were done like six thirty or seven. It seems like that night. So it was a big day. Uh-huh. They had roped all right. day long, and so, so yeah, it was. It's a big event and a fun event. I mean, to be able to to, you know. Just ride in that arena was yeah. just stinking cool. But you didn't just ride in the arena. You did well. I had it. Well, I also, this is what I keep telling people. I had the best day of when I make believe I'm a cowboy. <laughs> I had the best day of make believe cowboy of my entire <laughs> life. 
And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, you showed me this picture, and I'm like, wow, they have this dinner plate that you got. <laughs> no, that's a belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. And it's awesome. Oh, man, yeah. It says <laughs> it has the daddy written on it. So it's like, yeah, there was – I will I will forever – I'm pretty much done now. It's like I, I can – I've I've fulfilled my you know it was pretty cool. It was <laughs> That's fun really awesome. Yeah. You, do you have your kids call you that now? I'm the daddy. <laughs> the daddy. No. So I ain't got a belt buckle to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> but I could. You know. I you should. You give me some good ideas. Actually, <laughs> I'm here to help. Some parenting, that's what I yeah, do. Some yeah. parenting things. It really works for 34 year olds. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. yeah that's that'd right. be really good. <laughs> Whenever they show up. Yeah. Hey, my dad. Grandkids, it, you mean the daddy? I yeah. I could tell it to my grandkids. <laughs> I could sell it with them though. <laughs> No, it's fun time, and really uh, cool. but so yeah, I think some things like that have redeemed uh, a little bit of this week. I think yesterday, yeah. um, my my son came up and his wife and th- three our three grandkids, and uh, it's my grandkids. It's not his kids. You can tell that. But anyway, they came. Up. We did the uh, the air show. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, you certainly missed the Thunderbirds, no question. So was yesterday officially Cheyenne Day? Well, so I kind of blew that one. I, I it just snuck by me. Uh huh. And yet, people, when you get on the radio, people are calling it Cheyenne Day, and I. Mm-hmm. So we didn't take staff. I mean, I took a day off. Right. But uh, it didn't tell. I should have told the staff. But I'm actually, when you get right down to it, it's that's, really Sandy's fault. Yeah, that's not you. You know. Is, yeah. Uh-uh. It, when. <laughs> 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 we always said we got a rule around here. It's like if anything works, I get credit for. If it's yes. ba- if it doesn't work, Sandy's it's fault. Sandy's fault. Yeah, and so that was definitely that was her. Yeah, it's all yeah. on her. So she'll love this podcast. I'm sure she'll listen to it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no but I, I hope my tires are still okay, full. So, when yeah. Days over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. So okay. So um, they had this event. Also, I say it's an event. Um, okay, it's Tiffany um, Erickson. Erickson. Yep. She's uh, working at the, she used to be on staff with us here, but she's right. now working down at the Metropolitan. Okay. Right? She's the, yeah. a kind of events coordinator. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of squashed those events because of COVID. Now they're back. Well, they had COVID. dueling pianos last night. And I'm going to tell you, that was one of the coolest things. Uh, if, when, they, when that dueling pianos thing comes back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite everybody I know. It, yeah. was, it was fun. These guys are talented. Well, I, I mean, dueling banjos, just like, <laughs> I'm intrigued whenever that, so now you're telling me any dueling song, pianos. Any I'm just, song that was thrown up there, if people take a, a request, and I mean, they nailed it. Really? They sang stuff, I mean, they, everything from country to rap, I mean, they say, play Garth and play Rush. They had that uh, Tom Sawyer song, and it's like, man, that's not, they made it sound on pianos and synthesizers, whatever they did. Wow. It was like, wow, these guys are really good. It's a husband-wife team. From Colorado, and uh, wow, were they good! It was That's fun. Really cool. It was really a lot of fun, the only so. thing better, I think, would be dueling guitars. You know, the guitars <laughs> with a piano guitar oh, thing. Oh, there you go. How cool would that be? That'd be super cool. Or, or <laughs> dueling. <laughs> dueling. I don't know. I, I I had this visualization of something, and and I I can't. Yeah, yeah. What a, a accordion. Yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe a dueling accordion. How? Yeah. I could see How that cool. would go, being big. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why no one's thought of that. Guy. I think you're probably going to be on the committee next <laughs> next round. I can see this happening. We probably should get something edifying let's, in this. Let's, let's, yeah, let's okay, move on. Talk about, okay, this is like going a complete different road. Okay. Um, last Sunday, you preached and did a f- fabulous job. Thank you. Um, hard, hard passage. 
Yeah, thanks for giving that to me. Yeah, you're welcome. No, I love the short straw thing we've got going on. It's like, (laughs) oh, can you pick this one? Here, take that one. But no, it just it just kind of fell that way. And uh, wow, that was a tough passage. And I I don't know. I guess the only thing I want to ask you is, it was Revelation chapter eight. Is that right? Chapter eight. Am I right about that? Yeah, uh, you don't even remember so Not long a, ago. W- did I preach this? Yeah, <laughs> it was you. <laughs> yeah, the seventh seal. Uh, uh, is it? Fifth? I think we're okay. The fifth angel blew a trumpet, nine. so it's nine. Yep. Revelation nine. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's nine, I'm sorry about then, that. No. You're right. You're right. So, Revelation nine, and it's the last three of those woes. Mm-hmm. And man, were they intense? Oh yeah. I, it's not something you go and read every day. Right. Right. But. You this is stuff of like nightmares, yeah. you know, when you read it. So I know you got some feedback and some of the feedback mm-hmm. was like, why are we trying to scare people into, right. you know, that kind of thing. It's like, well, yeah. I, I think you fear motivates that. people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I d- yeah. Delete that, Julie. Yeah. She, <laughs> she had her finger close to the button. <laughs> I know. But the, uh, the idea was that uh, this is, God says you're blessed if you read it. Yes. You're blessed if you read it, uh, heed it. Yeah. And hear it and heed it. So yep. um, I do think we're supposed to take this in, maybe yes. not as a steady diet, but uh, yeah. So I just wanted to ask you, you this was it's a hard week, a hard, yeah. hard, uh, hard sermon. What, what, kind of your process of this. Yeah. How did you deal with it? Because I, I really liked how you ended, and I, I want to see how you got to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, working through that passage was, it really was hard. And I, I you know, you and I have been talking about this for several months now. So I saw this coming and and just started studying up on it and and reading it and I, and I I don't know I have I have felt like, um, you know, you gave us some boundaries. Uh, mm. uh, there's there's hope in it. There's there's also the the rebuke that the uh, religious leaders got from Jesus for not, not knowing. knowing. Yep. Uh, but there's also a reminder, we're not going to know the exact hour that Jesus returned. But then there's this piece of a blessing. And that's that's where I guess I my my heart locked onto that piece of this this is a blessing to the church. And and the church has to grab a hold of this blessing piece of it. Uh, so so that's where I went to um, focusing on the things above. I mean, we right. get we get so caught up on uh, what's going on in the news, what's happening, um, what's happening on social media and all of that kind of stuff. And at least for me, and that's, this is really kind of how I approached it is where is, how do, how do I calibrate my heart? How do I get to that, that good place? Because God's word is good. Even the tough stuff, it's good. Mm -hmm. So I got to focus on things above and this is a blessing. And so I went to revelation chapter one, verse three, uh, you know, just in, in my own heart and reminding myself of that. Right. And then, and then looking through it, Galen, I, I mean, I know, I know a lot of times on podcasts we joke around, but this, this to me was, was super serious in that there's a third of the world at some point that's just going to die. I know. And they're not going to know Jesus. I know. And that to me intensifies where, what my mission is. Like I got to tell people about the love of Christ. Right. I, I have this incredible responsibility because what you know that we don't know the hour or day, but right. we we also can see some signs, and those signs are coming, and we've got to take that seriously. So, um, so that was the process, and then at the end, uh, you know, John and I, I'm totally projecting on this piece of it, but John 
makes the comment about, and no one repents. You know, right. they, they don't repent of anything. After all of that, it's yeah. exactly right. It's yeah. it's like the Pharaoh, you know, kind of heart. And it's like yeah. Yeah, you hit him with all these plagues, and at the end of the day, he's like, yeah, you're not leaving anywhere. Right. Until finally he said, all right, go. And then he relented even that. Yeah. Right? He came chasing after him. Yeah. So that is a hard heart. Yeah. Uh, and, and that there's, there's what, a third of... Oh, well, two thirds of the population, I guess. Yeah, that's going to have that. I I don't know what the numbers are, but it's like right. it's going to be a lot. Yeah, it's sad. It's very sad. So okay, so this takes takes me back to our conversation when we were going down this road. I I think one or both of us said it, and I I just remember we both had mm-hmm. were in lockstep. I don't want to be in that room when when the Lord assembles all the pastors <laughs> yeah. and says. Uh, because we're going to all get plenty of rebukes. Yeah, I think it's like we're right. human, we're frail, we do our very we fall best. Short, at this. You bet. And to think that you know he's going to say, "Okay, how did you guys miss this? This was laying right on the surface. <laughs> right. How did you miss this?" Well, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of those. Yeah, but I don't want to be in that room when he when he says, uh, "Why didn't you preach the book of Revelation?" Right. And I've you know in my career I've preached uh, for sure through the seven churches. That's chapters yeah. one through. Three, right? Yep. And I preached uh, four and five, which is the throne room. Right. I preached the return of Christ, chapter 19, and the millennial kingdom and all that. But the the the, the guts of it, if you will, yeah. which we're plowing through right now, right. I've never I've never preached through. Right. And, and, and a lot of it is because it's like uh, we could write it off as like, well, Lord, we don't really know what you mean here. But yep. the bottom line is there's a lot of people that have a hard heart and that die and I think he wants us, wants people to at least be warned, yeah. right? And I don't want to be in that room where he said, guys, why didn't you teach Revelations chapter 8 through whatever, 6 through yeah. 18? Right. And uh, and I so this has been our attempt to try to say, guys, this is yeah. what the word of the Lord says, and we need to take it seriously. And I, I feel like you had to handle probably one of the most, if not the most serious hunks of Scripture in chapter 9, I thought. I yeah. thought you did a great job. Well, thank you for that. I the The way you ended it, you kind of took us away from Revelation. I, can you right. talk just about that? I just I thought it was really good. The hope was, I could feel it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the the idea of um, at, at the end of of Revelation chapter nine, you know, that they don't repent, right? And it's like, well, that shouldn't be the church. Can I read that real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm please. just I have it right here in front of me. I have to have it, have it start, actually. It's Revelation chapter 9, verse 20. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands or nor give up worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze and stone and wood, which cannot see or hear or walk, nor did they repent from their murderous murders or their sorceries, or their sexual sexual immorality, or their thefts, and so that's that's the group. Even after God hit them and warned them and everything right. He possibly can to shake them, yeah. they still said, uh, "Not repenting of this stuff. I'm not letting go of these idols in my life." Right? Wow. Right. I mean that that is a that is a hard heart. And of course, we've talked about Jesus being worthy, the one who kind of. Uh, 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 directs humankind by opening these seals and and allowing these things to unfold. Yep. Um, and they still don't respond. And I just thought, oh, we as a church, we can't be there. We, right. You know, 
I, I mean, even even aside from everyone else, I can't be there. And right. I, I think to me that was that was a motivator as I was thinking through it. And so I just started to walk through in my own life, you know, how are my relationships? What, what do they look like? Um, especially with God, first and foremost, God, and then everybody else. And that they, they kind of fall out like that. Yep. Um, and so that, that was the direction I felt like at, at least with, with the church that I wanted to go and, and give people an opportunity to, uh, calibrate for lack of a better term, but, uh, but really the word is repent. And you know we use the the term issues, and I think that's yeah that was good. That, that's that's a funny thing because we live in a culture I think that has softened everything. Right. Well, listen, we just have to understand why they did that. Right. I maybe, but I I think the fact is they you know we do those things. We sin, and we can call them issues if we want to, but there's it's still sin. And we need to address it. We've renamed everything, really, haven't we? <laughs> we really have. And, and never use the word sin. No. And no. if we, you know, you think about it, if we would just use that word, what God calls it, any kind of rebellion, any kind of yeah. any, anything, right? It's right? sin. Yeah. Well, that puts us all in the equal footing. Yes. But by renaming it, it's like, well, that that is worse than this. That, then we can rename yes. it and calibrate it ourselves. Right. It's like, no, he just calls it sin. Right. Yeah. We reprioritize. Well, that sin's not as bad as that yeah. sin and that sin. And so, yep. Um, so this person is better than that person or right. this group of people is, but no, it's sin is sin. Right. And, and it is, that was a good, that was a strong part of that sermon that came through. Yeah. That thank you. Thank you. But I, Galen, I, I think that that call to repentance is a, is a, a call that, um, I don't know. I think all of us have to really, really, really check our hearts and ask God to, ah, Holy Spirit, if I'm if I'm breaking your heart on something, right. please, please reveal that to me. And because otherwise, this this looks like a uh, a prophetic message that really doesn't apply to us. You know, if if our view of revelation is true and we're raptured, then big deal. The church isn't there. We're in heaven. Yeah. Why you, should we care? Why should we care? Right. Well, because it matters to God. Yeah. And there's a blessing in all of this. Well, and going back to Joel, I think, and I appreciate yeah. you took us back to Joel yes, last week. Yeah. But that whole idea, and I've used this a lot, um, is to rend your heart, not your garments. Yeah. And man is so good at that. It's like, oh, man, I'm just, I wish I hadn't done this, but it's a garment rending, rendering. And we've got to make sure we're rending yeah. our hearts. And that means yeah. repenting on things that, I'm, I, that stand between me and God. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so that has been something I've been And anytime I get into a conversation about, I don't know, the COVID or whatever it is, it's like, well, yes, we're doing our very best to, to mind the government. But I also want to make sure that we're minding God because yeah, God I says point, to repent, to, to to rend your heart, not just your garment. You know, it is like as passionate as you are about the government stuff, whichever right. side you're on, you're passionate. Right. People are passionate. Let's be equally as passionate about God's ramp back yes. into, and so I, I hope we're doing that. And I think yeah. honestly, I think going through the Book of Revelation yeah. at this time, if uh, if you got if you got the courage to come sit in <laughs> through these <laughs> sermons, though, yeah. but it's like you're going to be under, hit right in the face with wow, just yeah. what you're saying. I need to get right with God, with people, with my relationships. Yeah, I think that's what this is for. Well, and and I think it's timely. I mean, you know, I'm even looking at COVID. And uh, how 
immediately, you know, we went online, right? I mean, so basically all of the churches were closed for public gatherings, but we went online right. with stuff. I mean, just across the world. And our, I mean, numbers were jumping. Like uh, our online presence was yep. amazing. Yep. But if if we're looking at those numbers, they have they have just scaled back. And right. maybe there are some some issues like uh, it's summer and yep. people are getting out and there's more freedom. And uh, I mean, all of those things are factors for sure. But the reality is it's dropped tremendously. Yep. And even the discussion, I mean, I remember uh, early on on social media, it was like, Oh, what's God doing in all of this? I mean, yep. even some of my friends who weren't um, Christ followers, as far as I knew, and certainly weren't engaged in churches were asking some, some of those questions is like, that's vanished almost. Yeah. So this is, I, I don't know, I think Revelation is really kind of keeping us uh, locked on. I mean, I think I think a little bit of like a, if you've ever seen a bulldog grab a hold of something and they just don't let go of it. Right. And it's like, I really think as a church, that's where we have to be is let's, let's grab a hold of the stuff that really matters and is right. important and keep our attention on that thing. And yep. you're not going to get it out of my mouth. Yep. That's <laughs> good. Know? And I think that's I think that's really part of the message. Just real quick um, on the ending, because I, I think that was so good. What oh, you yeah. how you ended with hope, and some mm. was there a verse that I don't know that you, you had several. I didn't know if you found a favorite, but it's just like this whole idea of of what you said at the end was like you know what this means. This is where the hope is. This is where our we've got to make sure our heart is resting. And mm. I didn't know if there's one of those that resonated with you or not. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. I. There are several passages that kind of come to mind as I'm, as I'm thinking through that. The, uh, but the bottom line is our, our hope really does have to be in Jesus. Right. And um, I, I don't think that's the Christian thing to say. I, I think that's also a historical thing to For say. Sure. You know, our hope really has to rest in Christ. And I, I don't know, Galen, I, I don't know how we... How we have any other there? There is there's just no other hope. I mean, wherever you land politically, yeah. uh, Democrats, Republicans, that's not where we get our hope. Yep. Being an American, that's not where we get our hope. Uh, you know, being being in this social economic uh, class, whatever that is, there's no there's no hope there. Right. It's got to be in Jesus. And so, I don't. There are several passages, but the bottom line is just. It, it's Jesus, and I don't think that's the the Christian answer to say. I think that's the right answer. But it's it's the hope in God that gives us that uh, the strength that gives above. Just where you started, we got to keep our things, our eyes on things yes. above. Yes, not things here on earth. And you know, all this is just stuff. All yeah. this is temporary. We're passing through. That's where this this whole thing went for me. Yep. And uh, um, so I think it's important that we just yeah. Keep our eyes on on God. Yeah, Colossians that's, three is so good for that. Yeah, that's yeah. been that's kind of been a theme go to for mm-hmm. for this whole thing is to keep our your eyes on things above and not things on this earth. And if you can do that, I think that's where the heart strength comes from. Amen. Well, in the meantime, be strong and very courageous. God bless you all. Thanks. <laughs>